Hey whores, welcome to tonight's episode on my podcast, The Homo in Us. And not just any episode, but my very first episode. I'm very excited to share with you guys on tonight's episode one and more episodes to come. In tonight's episode one, we will be talking about our coming out experience and or how we like picture our coming out experience to be like. This episode is really for like the closeted queers listening to this on their little bougie AirPods or headphones or, you know, you're probably already out already and like blasting this on maximum volume next to your mom. Whatever your case may be, this is for you. I'm going to keep this brief. My name is Alan and I am a student at Santa Fe College in hopes of transferring to UF or FSU. And from that moment forward, I'll be majoring in interior design. As far as my sexuality goes, I am 100% gay. And I fully swing the rainbow. When I say fully, I meant fully. Emphasis on fully. And I've been moderately out for two to three years. In tonight's episode, I have a very special guest with me, Jada. I know this is a very unconventional way to like record a podcast, but I do want to address something. The reason why her audio sounds the way it is is because we did this over a Skype call. And originally, I was supposed to head to her place to record episode one. But due to COVID, you know, in this international pandemic, we decided just to do it over Skype. And we respect our friend's decision here. That's on that. But I do hope you guys enjoy. Hey, guys. How's it going? My name is Jada Christine. Um, I'm a freshman at Howard University, class 24. Period. Hey, you know. Period. And um, yeah, I identify as queer. Um, just chilling. Just really chilling. I'm very excited. Yes, I am very excited to have Jada's on this podcast for episode one. Um, a quick backstory how we met. We went to the same middle school, but what's funny is we never had a class together. But like we had mutual yeah. friends. Like we had so many mutual friends. And we didn't start becoming friends until sophomore year through a mutual friend. And that's mm-hmm. how we became closer. Yeah. Yeah. We're no longer friends with that mutual friends, but that's for another episode. <laughs> uh, anyways, me and Jade are getting married. 2035, peep the marriage. Period. Y'all are invited. Jumping right into tonight's episode, we have to start at the very beginning. You know, whether it was your first time realizing you were not straight and like the same gender or having like your little moments with makeup in your little room or having your cuff like jeans cuff for the first time with your white Nike Air Forces or like the high tops converse. I would like to describe the very first gay moment as like Becky going into her white rich mommy closet and finding like the bad bitch attire, you know, the eight inch heels and some white dress pants that you would wear for like a big CEO interview and like finding some special staff of like makeup and you can't forget the Ray-Bans. And putting it on the first time and looking yourself in the mirror like, damn, who knew I was this motherfucking bad? That is what I felt like when I started to tuck in my shirts with cuffed up jeans, my blue jeans, and my black jeans, which I only own a pair, and the shoelace and the replacement of a belt. Jada, what was your first gay moment? Okay, so I was in the fourth grade, fourth <laughs> and grade. I was this girl. I think her name was like Kiara or something like that. And I went to her oh. like, "Hey, I like you. Like, you want to be my girlfriend?" And she's like, Ew. "Jada, you were that bold in fourth grade." Yes, I was that bold. Could and she's like, "Ew, that's me. disgusting." And uh, and she told everyone 
on the playground about it and they didn't never want to talk to me again. And I was like so embarrassed. I'm just like, okay, what do we do now? So I just sat there crying. And then I was like kind of homophobic after that. Cause I remember oh. my art teacher told me that her brother was gay. And I was like, ew, that's disgusting. Cause I just thought like, cause I, cause how she reacted to me telling her that. So I was like, okay, we're not, <laughs> we're not going to do it anymore. Then. <laughs> but then I, as I got older, I realized that like, it's okay. And like when you see stuff on OT- TV, I mean, think what really like did it for me is when I saw Obama, he's like gay rights. So I'm like, okay, true. Period. Okay. Obama, my president, still. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Kiara, was that like the, the key club treasurer? Wait, no. Oh, this oh. is like when I lived in Tennessee, oh, like oh, now Florida. Oh. That would be crazy, though, if it was. That would be funny. That would uh, be funny. So, Alan, what was your first gay moment? My first gay moment was like in middle school. I think it was the same grade as you, Jada, but. I think it was either fourth or fifth. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. um, you're going to be shook, but he was not white. <laughs> okay, period. <laughs> he this, was. This is change of pace. He, he was. A, he's a part of the black community. And mm-hmm. we're going to give him a code name. We're going to go by uh, Diego. We're going to go by Diego. Okay. So, so Diego. <laughs> And I was hanging out one day and like we just went to this ditch, which is like a minute down from my house. And then he was like, hey, do you want to like compare dicks? I was like, LOL. Oh, he said (laughs) dick. I was like, oh, oh. So, you know, me being a fourth grader that I am, I was like, okay, sure. Why not? You know, we just experiencing. We're just exploring nothing you know, harmful anything. So we compared our dicks in a ditch. Wait, is he out now? Like, is he, has he, like, came out? I don't think so. He's no. bi. I think he's bisexual. He's oh, that's everything. No, no. He's one of those bisexuals, like, I don't date boys. I only hook up with boys. He's one of those. Ew. He's like Dio. Yes. And, um, fun fact, he went to our school. And I saw him. I was like, "Oh, our high I, school or yes, our middle school?" Yes, yes. I got the flashback, Shada. It was so bad. I got the flashback. Text me his name right now. No, Text no, me no. His name right no now. I am not. So yeah, that was my first gay moment. She <laughs> <laughs> was like nine, ten. Mind you, we were exploring. We were just kids. Okay, that makes sense. That was my first gay moment. Aww. It's kind of cute. Oh, that lie. took a turn. That's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. <laughs> I guess. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, segueing into tonight's main dish, our coming out experience or how we're going to come out. So I never came out on social media. Mm-hmm. But this episode one is my coming out to social media. July 26, 1140 p.m. Y'all heard it from here. But people always had a concept of me being gay. Remember that GSA event we had at school? And, like, it was during the time where we had um, prom as well, like, running for homecoming king and queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And people didn't know. But, like, no, I wore, like, the pride flag around my um, neck. So, basically, I yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. So, basically, I just came out to the whole school, but the school doesn't even know yet. You know? <laughs> but, like, the whole Westport student population thinks I'm dating you or, like, Amelia or Naomi when she was a senior 
until she graduated, which is not true. But me and Jada yeah. do go on dates platonically. But when you look at us together, like we don't look like we'd be a good couple. <laughs> wow. Says the one who just... was like, would you date me if I broke up with cheesesteak? Headass. I never asked you that. Yes, you did. I swear. At Panera. I don't. Anyways. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Funny story. I told Jada this today, but I sort of came out to my dad today. Um... Oh, yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> it was I was messy. like, good thing we pushed this recording back a day because... Uh, it was messy. So I was at work and, mind you, my parents own this Chinese restaurant. We have been there for 13 years. Mm-hmm. So basically, I've been there for like my whole life. Um, he was um, doing some side work and he asked me to help. I was like, sure, why not? And he brought up about how like... He wants me to be safe if I go to school in August because, you know, this whole pandemic and stuff. So, you know, I was understanding his point of view. And then he was like, oh, you can start dating, but, like, I really want you to focus on school. It's like that Asian traditional family shit. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I don't care about girls, dad. And he goes, so you like, who do you like? Do you like boys or girls? I was like, I don't know. And he goes... Oh, so you like boys? And I was like, I don't know. And then he just like kept saying how like, it's not right to be gay. And he just like, you know, the homophobic parent that he is, he just kept going about how like homosexuality should not be a thing. It's associated with psychological disorder, this and that. But the thing is, he needs to understand that psychological disorder does not correlate with sexuality it can happen to anyone not just the gays and i just kept telling him that it's okay to think what you think but if they if being gay is what makes them happy then so be it let them Mm -hmm. be let them be period um he was one of those parents or like i accept other gay people but like if it happens to my family members i don't accept you it's like one of those yeah and that's like they're like, I'm not homophobic, but, like, sis, that's homophobia. Right. I'm not homophobic because I have gay friends. No, you're but, still homophobic. But, you know, go off poo. I think my dad, I think he's the same way. But some, I'll call, but I'm, like, the type of daughter to just call him out for his BS. Like, he likes to, like, drop the, like, F-A-G <gasps> word you? all the time. And he, like, said, and I tell him, like, stop saying that. Like, and then we were in this car wash, like, while I was in this car wash, and I was, like, really mad at him because he just kept, like, just saying ignorant things. And I was just like, okay, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. So we're in a car wash. He's like, why are you mad at me? I'm like, because you're being ignorant. Like, imagine if something applied to you and, like, like a slur. Like, how would you feel if your white mom kept calling you the N-word? Like, <laughs> that's oh just weird. Like, that's... And he's like, well, are you? Are you? And I was like, okay, I'm not going to answer your question right now. Like, I have made it pretty obvious, but, like, go off, I guess. Like, he just said in front of you? Yeah, he says it all the time. Oh, my gosh. And he doesn't, like, he's not aware of, like, the consequences of his words? I don't think. He doesn't care. He, I don't know. He just thinks the world revolves around him, so. That's a very toxic mentality to have. It really is. Dang. So, that's why I said I'm not mod like, I'm, I'm moderately out for, like, two to three years. Because I'm not really out to my parents. But I am out to my second family. 
which they have, you know, taken care of me ever since I was little. So, shout out to Yvette. Yvette, if you're listening to this podcast, I fucking love you. Thank you for being the support <laughs> system. And thank you for, like, appreciating for, like, me being me and loving the way that I am. And, like, just accepting my sexuality. Like, that really means a lot. So, a brief story about Yvette is she applied to work at my parents' place when she was, mm-hmm. like, 17, I think. And from there, we just became closer and closer. And sometimes I would even go to her house. And oh my god, her mom made the best jasmine rice. Like, that was all I <coughs> ate every time I came over. And my mom tried Eating? making it. That shit was booty. It was garbage. Ew. <laughs> Poor mom. And then, yeah, we would go, like, I would go to their house. And like, we would play, like, Crash Bandicoot races games. And it was so fun. And one moment, I was like, Yvette, I really wish you were my mom. Because, like, you just understand me as a person completely, unlike my parents. And, like, I feel like she truly does. She, like, knows the struggles I went through. I always, like, talk to her about my problems whenever I have problems with, like, family issues and stuff. Like, she's always there being the support system. And when I came out to her family, well, I came out to her. Okay, here's the juicy part. When I came out to her, she told her whole family. Did she? That's so inappropriate. I hate when people like expose you. Like you, you have to be ready for that. And I was shook when she told me that, like the next day when she made plans with me to go dinner. And I was just so shook. Like I wasn't mad, but like I was disturbed. Like that's my sexuality. Like I built up confidence just to tell you. Like I wasn't ready to be out to your family. And I know they're not um, homophobic, but still, it was my place to tell, you know? And then we went out to dinner the next day, and we just talked. She's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good. She's like, this is one of those casual talks before she goes to, like, to the deeper part of my sexuality. And I was like, did you always knew my sexuality? And she goes, yeah. I just wanted to wait until you were ready to tell me. And I was like, that's fucking, that's power. She was patient. And I like that. Like, she wasn't even pushy yeah. about my sexuality. She wasn't like, oh, what's your sexuality? You need to tell me this and that. Like, she made, she didn't make me, like, seem like I was an obligation. And I, like, Yeah, it's always good to have that. friends like that around. Yeah, I know. And then we went to her mom's place. Because, like, I really want to see her. Oh, I love her mom. And... She sat down and just talked about how, like, her brother being gay and how, like, Mm -hmm. she didn't care whether he was gay or not. Like, he just, she just accepted for who he is. And, like, and then she moved on to me. She's like, Alan, I love you for who you are. And tears started bawling down my face. I started crying. It wasn't because, like, I got the thing off my chest it was because i felt loved and like accepted and like appreciated for who i am as an individual because growing up gay it's already hard enough to not be accepted it's society. so hard I know. it's so hard so when like i felt that acceptance through her words it just i just felt home i felt safe and that's all mm-hmm. i wanted so shout out to your family that i fucking love you again i need someone like that in my life for real Honestly, I can hit you up with Yvette. She can take you in. No, <laughs> seriously. Seriously, she was going to take me in if like, if I were to decide to come out to my family. 
Like, she would give me a home until I'm settled and, like, have a stable job and stuff. Like, that's... Mm. Oh, I love that. Oh, power to her. It's always good to have those safe spaces, especially when you don't know how your family's going to react. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to kick you out. Mm -hmm. This is really relevant because it is something we all face, and that is the struggles of growing up in your own sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. What were some of your struggles, Jada? Uh, some of my struggles are just kind of accepting me, myself because like, I don't think a lot of people know this, but like junior year of high school, I had a lot of struggles with like gender identity and stuff. And I never wanted to be like, I never wanted to be a man. But like, I just, I was just like, I was confused with the whole idea of like masculinity and femininity and stuff like that. And then on top of that, I was confused because I didn't know, because I knew I liked guys. But I liked women too, so I was just really confused. Cause I, didn't, I didn't think, I never thought I was bi, but I never thought I was, because I like trans people too. And like. <laughs> I remember you had a phase where you like you liked feminine guys. Yes, feminine guys and masculine women. I don't know what's wrong with me. Cause I, but I like, I like I'm willing to date someone trans. Like, so that's why I was like, okay, so maybe I'm not bi. Because bi usually refers to like, well, okay, hmm. <laughs> I think let's you roll should, it back. Because um, I feel like bi, I feel like bisexuality is very binary. Yeah, yeah, totally. But get that. if I, if I'm willing to date someone that's non-binary, so I never identified as bisexual. So would you? So then I thought consider yourself to be like queer or like pansexual. Pansexual. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, I never saw myself as pansexual too, because it has like some negative connotations in the past. That is so true. So I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, ew, you don't like know. everyone? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna use the umbrella term queer, like, yeah. And that was used as a slur too, but like, it's kind of been reclaimed. So, yeah. It's just kind of, conf- I feel like it's too confusing to try to put a label that is on. True what you are you should just be who you are like at this point i'm just jada like jada christine jada I just, christine period i just the bad i just bitch. like who i like mm-hmm. i dress what i want to dress my mom thinks i dress homeless but i think it's cute okay that homeless look it'd be hitting different if you do be hitting it'd be hitting different and you can be cute oh. right right slap some heels on it it's a look it's fashion don't be hating category is homeless chic right right uh so my struggles were like like you said uh sexual identity crisis and like Mm -hmm. i would have some dark moments in my room where i just cry because like uh being gay is fucking hard it i like i always question like is this who i really am is this like who i am gonna be like for eternity to like the day i die like, I always question about myself. Like, I wanted to be normal so bad. But you guys have to remember, be, your sexuality does not have to do anything with you being normal. You can be gay and be normal. You don't need to be straight to be normal as well. Normal is you being you. Be authentic. And I think what really, like, got us down is because we grew up in a kind of conservative town. We did. A lot of white people. And, a like, lot a lot of them were, like, anti-homophobic, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're against a lot of things. So I think that's what really... Yeah, that really played a factor as well. Like, elderly people, yeah. they're so stuck in, like, the ideology of the past. Like, not wanting to change. Yeah. And it's kind yeah. of toxic. Very traditional values. Yes. Which is very toxic, because the whole world is changing every second, every minute, 
every hour, every day is changing, whether you see、mm-hmm. it or not. So I think they need to keep an open mind about the change. They,、yeah. don't, they don't need to like discriminate it, but like keep an open mind, like just respect it, you know? Just like grow with the times. Exactly. Like you don't need to like my sexuality. I just need you to respect it. I agree. Were you in denial though?、Mm, I don't think I was ever in denial. I think other people were in denial for me. So I never had to go through that phase. Dang. <laughs> well, I was in denial to other people of my sexuality. Like, I would say I'm asexual whenever like, a person says, What's your sexuality? Like, I'll just say I'm asexual because it was such an easy getaway from、mm-hmm. just saying I'm gay.、Mm-hmm. And I did have some denial within myself for acceptance. Like I said, I wanted to be normal so bad.、Mm-hmm. But, like, I just have to let that die down because sexuality doesn't have to play a part in, like, normalcy. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. You know, you like for what you like and you are who, for who you are. And that's that. Moving to the next question What advice would you give to others in similar situations like us?、Mm, I would just say. Okay, I'm going back to the denial thing because I think I'm thinking about it more, I think I was in denial. So I think advice I would give to other people like us is just kind of just like once you feel something that's like kind of freaking you out, don't push it down or like deny it. Just kind of like, okay, I'm feeling this way and just kind of accept it and, you, and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Oh, is it because of this? Is it because of that? Just kind of be more in tune with your emotions. And like be more introspective of yourself. Because I think that's really what helps you kind of discover who you are. Yeah, that's, I agree.、Um, from in my personal experience, I'd say make friends that, that accept you for who you are. Like,、mm-hmm. especially at school, because you know, you can't have your parents support you all the time. So when you're at school, you're by、yeah. yourself. Like, make some friends that are beneficial, have a mutual relationship, don't be parasitic at all. That's so toxic. Yeah, I think what one thing that really helped us this year is that we joined GSA and we like met a bunch of people like、yes. us and we just kind of had fun. We organized things. We did homecoming. That was fun.、Mm-hmm. We did a. We did like a show. Yes. It was kind of, okay. The show we did was like kind of cringy, but we had fun. It was cringy, but it was empowering. The, the words like, we spoke. We, it was so funny because we were on stage and like we said the word queer. And、a bunch of football players just laughing、yeah. at us. I was like, oh my God. And they were like in the front <laughs> of the seats. Yeah, but it was like, but thinking, okay, it was embarrassing for a little bit, but thinking back on it, it was like, oh, we were ourselves. We just had fun. Like, we had fun. We shouldn't think too much into it. And、yeah. I'm glad that like, the football team wasn't really homophobic. They were a little bit. I think some of them were. But, but like, like, they didn't like, blur it out or anything, you know? Yeah, they didn't yell anything. Which is, which is good. Because otherwise,、yeah. I would be throwing、Baby、hands、steps. on, on sight. I would have jumped off the stage. Right. But yeah, that yeah, that event was so fun. To conclude on this advice question, you, yeah, just find others that are like similar to you or like, you know, just establish new connections with other people and see how things go. And maybe, t- yeah, like Jada said, take baby steps. If you want to come out to them, Come out to them one by one. And I swear it makes things so much easier once you come out to that、yeah. first person. Just kind of like introduce them to the idea, like,、um, 
like inform them give them history on like the community and like get them to understand like where everyone's coming from like it's just it's not a recent phenomenon it's been around since jesus like it's it's and just some people are just so close-minded that they're not willing to learn about it so Mm -hmm. yeah just educate them who is your first person that you came out to hmm that's a hard question okay the first person obviously is myself and then who did oh, I wow. first say I didn't it even to? think about that. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was either my friend Angela Tamar. Really? What grade? Like eleventh, like junior year. Oh my god. Yeah. I can't It's pretty recent. Yeah. I power to you though. Power to you. I'm proud of you. But Or it could have been my friend Jacob. Jacob. One of those three. He graduated like it wasn't, it wasn't Mr. Baker? No, it wasn't Mr. Baker. Dang. Actually, I think it was Jacob. I think it was Jacob. Because I would always hang out with him. Like, I was always in his car 24-7. And I was talking to him about it. I was like, yeah, I think I like boobies. And boobies. <laughs> uh, my first coming out to, like, a friend was sophomore year. I came out to Kaylee. Kaylee, if you're watching this podcast, you. yes, Kaylee, if you're watching this podcast, shout out to you. I love you. Thank you for being support of me. She's so problematic, but it's like funny. She is. Oh, T. That's another I episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, like, she knew. Okay, first I I said that um I'm bi, but then <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I'm gay, and she knew. Like, she knew I was not straight at all. And like she, I was, do too. She was very accepting of it, like, oh, which was nice. Yeah, she was my first person they came out to, and from that moment forward, I just started to come out to more people. Who's the second person? Second? Ooh, I don't even remember. Yeah, I, sometimes you just. That's why I didn't remember because I was just like I don't know. I just start talking to people. Cause okay, for that first moment that you c- came out to that first person, it, it's like very memorable. But after that, it's like. You're getting used to it. Yeah. 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 It's just like, oh, it's just a part of life. Yeah. I think I came up to my girl group, Karima, Lamalia, and Sophia. I told them. Oh, yeah. Okay, there was this one girl in our group that I did not want to tell because I know she had a big mouth. Uh, you Wait, know who? I'm, I'm not even going to expose her. I'm not even going to expose her. It was that one time we went to um Olive Garden and... Oh my god, this waiter, he was so fine. Uh, but after dinner, we ordered, and I was like, hey guys, I gotta tell you something. And I was like, hey guys, I'm gay. And like, they were just all happy about it. Like, oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, thank you. It wasn't like, like, they already knew. You didn't feel any pressure. No, I didn't. And they already knew, so like, which is a good thing. Yeah. Like, we've been new, Alan. It's not that hard to tell for me. <laughs> like, have you seen the way I dress? Have you seen the way you walk? Right. So I did a poll recently, and I asked you guys what are some questions you want to know about, mm-hmm. you know, coming out and stuff. One of the questions is, I think this is a very important question, and it's a very great question as well. What do you think is an appropriate and non-creepy way to ask someone's sexuality? Mm, do you want me to answer first, or do you want to go first? I uh, answer first. I think me personally, you, I don't like being asked my sexuality. 
I feel like、mm-hmm. that's for you to come to your natural understanding. Like, look at the way they behave, look at the way I, you know, talk and stuff. And, like, just make it. Your- but sometimes, but sometimes, like, there are some people at, that went to our school and I had no idea. And they never, like, walked a certain way or dressed a certain way or acted a certain way. But, like, they were still gay. But I had no, I had no idea. I just asked him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> but I had no idea. I was like, wow.、Dang. I don't know. I don't think there is an appropriate way to ask someone's sexuality. For me personally, if someone were to ask like, my sexuality, I think it would be better to do it over tech. Yeah. I think everyone needs to come up with like, a code, like a code word. Like everyone just wears like, a rainbow bracelet or everyone gets the same tattoo or something. We just need a code word like pickles. Oh, you like pickles? Yeah, I like pickles. <laughs> Pickles. And we just know. Nah, I think we need that sim, sim simulation thingy title on the top of our head. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, you, put it on your forehead. Exactly. But to conclude on this question, I, it depends on the person. Because someone might be uncomfortable、yeah. and then someone like, is very comfortable. Like, it just depends. But if you're like, meeting someone at the store and you're, like, and you're kind of attracted to them, but you don't know if they're straight or gay, I think. You should just be like, I don't know, just kind of give them eyes and just see how they react. Give them a little wink wink. Give them a double wink、yeah. and see how it goes. And if they're like obviously uncomfortable, then leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. But if like, they're like, just, if they're smiling, like happily, any, yeah. Flirt like how any straight person would flirt. Just understand your boundaries.、Uh, not on the homo and us. No, ma'am. You don't flirt the <laughs> I way know. you flirt. Some people get killed for that stuff, bro. I say give them a double wink. A little one, two, and then if they like, you know, jump ecstatically, then you know that's your answer. The next question we have is How do you come out to friends and families who are very conservative and aren't usually accepting? I feel like, Jada, you can really answer this question. I feel like you had some experience with this. Okay, so like, I think the best part is just making sure you're safe. Like, if you're relying on them to pay like the light bill and the rent and you're living with them and you know that. And I think, and they're prone to probably kick you out, I wouldn't come out to them. Unless you like have a really, like you need to mentally, but make sure you have a job, like make sure you're like financially stable. Because we don't want anyone getting hurt.、Um, no, we don't. We don't want to see. Or if、street. you know someone's like aggressive towards、um, homosexual people, like if you notice people are like aggressive towards like, Homosexuality, like, be careful because there are literally thousands of children and men and women that get killed every day simply from being themselves. And、yeah. it's like sad. So, nice, you、yeah. really just want to make sure you're safe because that's our number one priority like, safety. Yeah. That was good, Jada. Look at you. Yeah. Period. So, yeah.、Um, bouncing off what Jada said, yeah, just see, take baby steps. Like, again, like we said, take baby steps. Introduce the concept of gay slowly, like literally slowly. Because you have to think about it. Your parents, they're very traditional with the way they think and the way they behave. Like their mentality is stuck in the past. They are not quick to accept change like our generations are. So you really want to take baby steps with them. And yeah, that's really that. Yeah. Ooh, I really like this question because I feel like. It's so relevant. And the question is Do you feel like coming out is necessary? 
considering no one really comes out saying that they're straight. And honestly, straight people never have to come out. They don't. (laughs) They just, you know, from the moment they're born, they don't need to say, I'm straight. They don't need to be asked their sexuality. They Mm. don't need to blur it out on the mic. Yeah, everyone just assumes they're straight. They don't need to blur it out on the microphone be like, I'm gay. They don't need to do all that. I do feel like coming out is necessary, mainly the fact that it means you accepted yourself fully or you're working on your accepting yourself. You know, you're taking baby steps. Mm-hmm. But, like, it does alleviate so much tension within yourself. Like it, I feel like it's more for yourself and not other people. Yeah. yeah. And let me emphasize on this. You're coming out for yourself. Nobody. Mm-hmm. You're coming out for yourself, for no one. You're not coming out for... Becky, because, you know, she's curious. You're coming out for or Jennifer yourself. down the street. Exactly. No, you're not coming out for John down the block. No. <laughs> you're coming out for yourself. Because that's your sexuality, not theirs. And you're not obligated to tell anyone about your sexuality. Keep that in mind. You're not obligated. You do it at your own pace. And that's Period. the thing that um, people need to understand is that if they don't want to tell you about your, their sexuality, it does not mean they hate you. It's just they're not ready. Like, they're fucking scared. Yeah. So don't push it. Just let, yeah. just be patient and, like, they'll soon tell you soon enough. And I feel like we're working towards a society where it's not going to be necessary. Especially, like, I know a lot of Gen Zers, Gen Alpha are like, well, it's not like we have kids yet. But we plan on raising our kids to just kind of be like, oh, okay. Except for, like, you know. Yeah, like, you can like him, you can like her. Like, I don't care. And a lot of people in our generation are implementing that idea or plan on implementing that idea in their parenting styles. So I think one thing that really contributes to making it necessary to come out is, like, when you are a little kid, like, my parents would be like, oh, you're going to get a boyfriend. Like, are you going to get a boyfriend right? Oh, stay away from boys. (laughs) Or they do the same thing with my brother. They're like, oh, even, I'm pretty sure my brother's straight. But, like, um, they just push on to him like, oh, stay away from them fast girls, stay away from them girls. So, I think once we get away from that idea, it's gonna be different. And like, what's so like interesting about this generation is like, we're very like progressive. Yes, and we're like we're ready to make changes. We're ready to, like tech on this world that the other generation fucked up on. Yeah. We're kind of like incorporating Martin Luther King's teaching, not gonna lie, and that's empowering. We're just growing. I think we are, um, we definitely are a more progressive generation. Um, the next question is, oh, this is a little touchy. I know my parents are accepting, but what if they don't accept me? I think that really comes from a place of like self-doubt, because if you know for sure that your parents are accepting, then you should be fine. Like, if you've introduced the idea and they've been, like, okay with it and they, you know, like, they're just chill. Like, I think that's just you and your self-doubt mm-hmm. and your anxiety yes, getting yeah, to you. Your and, you just, yeah, and you just really need to, like, work on yourself at that point. To conclude on that question, work on yourself first. Like, if you 100% know that your parents are accepting of, you know, your homosexuality and if you're ready to come out, I say go for it. Because when you yeah. do, uh baby girl it's empowering you it alleviates so much tension in your system like i'm telling you so yeah 
just work on yourself, love yourself to the point where you're comfortable saying, I'm gay, mom and dad, you know? The next question is, should I wait to come out until college when I'll already be out of the house or should I wait until I'm financially stable? I have very personal experience with this because when I got admitted to ASU, Arizona State University, I, mm-hmm. I, I like question. I was like, should I really come out to my parents or should I wait? Because they're like, paying for your tuition. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, should I wait to like uh, have my own house and like financially stable? And it was during that phase where like I was so ready to come out to them because I couldn't handle it anymore. Like my internal mm-hmm. system was at its peak and like it was about to explode at any minute. And, you know, I told Jada, I was like, should I really come out? And she gave me some insights. I was like, this is what I needed. She made me think, she made me reflect and made me think thoroughly if it was an appropriate thing to say to my parents. And Yeah, I think it goes back to the previous things. Like, if you think your parents are accepting, then do it. If you don't, don't do it. Yeah, do it until you're, you know, that you're 100% sure that you're safe and have a place that you go to. I hope that answers your question. Like, just be safe when you're, if you're about to do it. But I strongly advise, wait until you're financially stable and have your own house. Because, you know, what yeah. What are they going to do? Knock on your door and be like, I don't accept for who you are? No. And that, and at that point, you like uh, you, you most likely have friends that accept you and people around you that yeah. love you for who you are. And even if you don't, DM me. Make sure to Christy on Instagram. Oh, my <laughs> but God. Like, but uh. it's just... You make sure you you always want to have other people around you that are willing to uplift you and support you. To end this on a cherry on the top with the whipped cream and probably some gay sprinkles or like some chocolate rainbow swirls. sprinkles. Yes. Um, do you think there will ever be a point where nobody has to come out or a point where everybody has to come out? I think it's gonna be a point where no one has to come out because no one's gonna like care anymore. Yeah. Because when you think about it, does it really matter? <laughs> no it doesn't like we're all just dating who we want to date and just loving who we want to love yeah i feel like homosexuality is going to be normalized like heterosexuality where nobody has asked for who you like because they already knew yeah and it's 2020 it's time for people to grow the fuck up and just accept other people i say give it like 20 more years and it won't be more a years a gay can't wait that long in 20 years we'll be like 37 38 this is kind of off topic, but like it's sad to see like people in their thirties coming out. It is really sad to have like old gays because a lot of them like struggle when they're younger, like accepting that, and a lot of them will either get married and they'll have children, and then they'll have spend years and they'll be fifty, and then they realize like, oh wait, yeah. I'm been un- I've been unhappy for the past thirty years. I need to switch something up. Yeah, I feel and it's sad, but sometimes like it's just I think it's just a product of the time because they grew up in the eighties, the seventies, yeah. mm-hmm. and that was that's true. Was Where like homophobia was really at its worst. It was, it was more than what it is now. Yes, that's so true. But I'm glad that changes were being made and still being made. Yeah. Like the gay community has been through a lot, and we we like progressed so much over these course of years. Yeah. To end this night on a good note, just be you. And Period. Love for, yourself. Yeah, love yourself. Accept for who you are. Accept it. 
it's okay to be gay. It's okay to be a lesbian. It's okay to be bisexual. Because at the end of the day, you're being you. And that's the, that's the special thing about it. Like, your individuality mm-hmm. is what's important at the end of the day. You know? So, yeah. I am so glad that Jada is on tonight's episode. Thank you for coming. Yes. Invite me again. I sure will. And that is it on this podcast, The Homo In Us. Stay tuned for episode two. And yeah, bye whores.